Okay, welcome back all of you furry Marvel fans <laughs> to the 5th annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies in October we lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. I'm your host Otis and tonight I'm joined by my lovely wife Kay. Hi. And we are reviewing the 2022 or 2023 depending on which version of this movie you watched. Either it was black and white or it was in color. American television special Werewolf by Night. Uh, there wasn't really a tagline, but they made sure to, like, pop out Marvel Studios' special presentation. They actually had a really cool, old-timey-looking... Credit scene. Yeah. yeah, it was actually really fucking nice. It was great. Hit that music. Boogies, everyone. This is episode 28 of the 5th Annual Halloween Screamathon. And so finally, finally, Katie and I have sat down and, well, it's not even really finally. It's that Marvel f gave us a horror movie. Now, I have said before that Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is a horror movie. It is honestly like the closest thing you'll get to Friday the 13th movie. Uh, Wanda is unstoppable in that movie. They actually don't even whip her ass in it. They make her just realize that she's fucking up. That's how she wins. Well, they put That's how mountain, they win. They put a mountain on top of her. Yeah, that was when she was fucked up. Yeah. They couldn't stop her before. They'd be like, hey, look at yourself. Yeah. Uh, kind of like, what, Freddy 6? When she put that mirror in his face and he's like, oh, it's me. And then he disappeared. Ah, I'm scared of myself. But, finally... Uh, all thanks to one Michael Giacchino. And now, I am not the biggest, I would say, not fan. I really do appreciate what he does, but I don't know that much about him. But, um, but Katie, what do you, what's your favorite movie that Michael Giacchino has done the music oh, for? Oh, that's a tough one, but I think I'd have to say, as a trumpet player, I gotta go with The Incredibles. The score to The Incredibles, the first Incredibles, is absolutely fucking great. Uh, his trumpet hits, the jazziness of it all was just fantastic. It was so unexpected at the time that it came out in like 2004 that it just like rocked everyone. The music world, like the band world, was just like all over The Incredibles. Every jazz band had an arrangement of it, like... And getting to meet, I got to meet Wayne Bergeron, who played the lead trumpet for The Incredibles a few years ago, and it was amazing, and I loved every minute of it. Um, but if we're going non-animated, then it's got to be Star Trek, the first one. Oh, that because horn rip. Because oh, that man. horn rip, I think we've talked about it before on this podcast, but, but Otis and I have talked about it at length, being in the theater of... Uh, Star Wars, or Star Wars, Star Trek that came out in 2009 and just everyone like when that first horn rips in the, like because the other ship is coming out of the 
black hole. Everyone just like, holy crap, that was so good. Everyone like freaks <laughs> out. Um, yeah, Michael Giacchino is excellent. So he actually got to direct something. Now, I, I honestly think if you're involved with movie making in any aspect, if you are interested in it, if you have the the chops, or if you just have the ambition, you can direct a movie. That doesn't even seem like the hardest thing to do. Because, like, writing, I, I don't know, just me, but I think writing a movie is harder. Though the director is taking those words and making a physical form of it and trying to do it. Like I said, there are a lot of moving parts to a movie, but Michael Giacchino, this is his first uh, movie, television special. Hell, it's... it's His directorial debut. Yes, it's good enough that we're saying it's a movie. Yeah, we've reviewed TV shows for these things. It's so. so good. Now, this bad boy is pretty graphic and not graphic at the same time. It's old-timey graphic. Yes. And so, one way that they got around just it being, you know... A horror film. And to avoid a full TVMA rating, <laughs> it's putting it in black and white. Uh, a lot of things get hidden when you don't see the blood splatter. Now, there are a lot of scenes in this movie where it's like, oh, that's blood. Oh, that's a lot of blood. But it's black and white, so it's like, it's just chocolate sauce, you know? And it, it makes, it tones down the violence to an extent. Uh, people are getting ripped apart in this movie. But, I mean, it's black and white. So, it, it's a really cool look. I absolutely adored it. So, for the uninitiated, Werewolf by Night is an actual fucking character from the Marvel Universe. Another character that is very kind of no-namey and kind of meh. Honestly, it is just a character. There have been two of them, and then spinoffs because of different realities, but there's been two of them that just get the powers of a werewolf, and that's it, really. And Jack Russell and Jake Gomez, that's it. So they have the powers of a werewolf. So superhuman strength, speed, stamina, reflexes, claws that are razor sharp, and they can heal really good. I want to say it's Jake Gomez in uh, one of the Midnight Suns comics, and that's just a group of, like, legit, like, uh, horror movie characters. They team up because, you know, the Avengers take care of all the things in the sky, and the X-Men take care of all the mutant issues, but who's going to take care of all those ghosts coming out of that, like, manhole and shit? That's the Midnight Suns. That's their job. And so, it, it's a really cool group. Uh, Man-Thing. Hey, who's Man-Thing? Well, you'll meet him in this movie. And Doctor Strange has been in that group. Blade's been in it. Uh, my boy, I want to say um, Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Not the cool one. Uh, but Ghost Rider's been in it. In it. Uh, Blade and Iron Morbius. Fist, I think Iron Fist has dabbled in it also. Um, but a lot of really cool people have been in it. Uh, but it's one of those cool things. Uh, ooh, there's another group. That when Punisher was dead and he came back as a Frankenstein, um, he was in a group. And so, Frankencastle, um, th- that's canon. Frankencastle, Pun- Punisher was a Frankenstein for a while. And, oh my gosh, Frankencastle, that's yeah, hilarious. And he fought ghosts and things like that. He was a spiritual Punisher. And that was that was for a while. Uh, like Constantine. Yeah, but with guns. <laughs> but comic books are weird. So, Werewolf by Night is just, as Michael Giacchino wanted it to be, a day in the life of Jack. 
and that's all he all he wanted. He didn't want to do a, you know, oh, we got to do a flashback and show how he became a werewolf and how he has all these issues and there's someone he's got to fight and all this stuff. No, 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 no. It's a day in the life of Jack, the werewolf, <laughs> and I think it's really cool. But it's it's Jack uh, coming back to a secret group of monster hunters as they compete for a powerful relic and they have to fight a very dangerous monster to become king king of the pirates no king of the bounty hunters <laughs> i'm gonna be king of the pirates but you're a werewolf oh no so uh katie what did you think about werewolf by night i love this movie particularly the black and white version the color one was okay but it was not as good as it was as it is in black and white yeah um i love the main actor gail garcia barnal is just incredible and the way that disney and michael giacchino were able to or marvel and michael giacchino were able to pull off an old-timey like 40s 50s looking horror noir thing with all of this modern technology like was incredible it looked so good the way that they costumed everybody and did all the set design made everything really pop when it was in black and white and it just looked so so good and i appreciated that they made it look old without trying to make it look old like they didn't add fucking weird ass tracking or anything like that into this movie there are a couple spots in it where they do that thing like cigarette burns the cigarette burns there are a couple of cigarette burns to change the reel yeah to change the reel but it's not overbearing no it's not annoying it was just like oh okay it's old school yeah it's old school there there was only like maybe three of them in the whole hour-long film um, and it was incredible. It just added a little bit to the, like, old-timiness of the film. I loved the characters in it. I, you know, you hate who you're supposed to hate. Yeah. Uh, you you like who you're supposed to like. Like yeah, You don't got enough time to really... Yeah, there's not enough time <laughs> get to... Get really deep into people, but yeah. Yeah, it is great. And I really, really hope that they do more of these, even if it's not... Like, I don't necessarily need a full... Like, two-hour-long Werewolf by Night no. uh, movie. No, I don't need it. I wouldn't mind a Midnight Suns movie, because that sounds fucking great. But, like, I would love just to keep on going with this Werewolf by Night thing. Like, the same thing that they did in this film, just, like, make more of them. Like, hour-long specials, it comes out, you know... They missed it this year, but every year at Halloween, just, like, here's a new Werewolf by Night, and he's meeting such-and-such such character yeah. from this comic. And, like, just... It'd be fucking incredible. Him and Moon Knight would be really fun. I want him and Moon Knight together so bad. He would, Moon Knight would freak, well, parts of Moon Knight would freak the fuck out when he turned into a werewolf. Some would be like, oh, okay. (laughs) But, you know, our main one, the normal one, he'd be like, holy shit, you're a werewolf. Yeah. The tough one would be like, oh shit, you're a werewolf. Okay. Um, This was really, really fun. Now, I, I I love comic books. Katie loves comic books. And she hasn't been as worn out as I am. I don't think she's as worn out at all. But I will say, some of the shows and movies, their capacity and the, the, the length and the just direction of what they're doing is kind of... I'm not burnt out. 
because I wouldn't have watched this again, trust me. But this was fucking good. I don't care. But it kind of gets to you after a while. But seeing this, part of Phase 4, Phase 4 is a really, really weird phase. It was a lot longer than usual because of COVID. COVID fucked up a lot of stuff. Uh, the uh, order of movies, because I believe Doctor Strange in the Spider-Man movie should have switched and came out. I think Doctor Strange was, was supposed to come later and in Spider-Man earlier because America was supposed to be in Spider-Man and she was going to be the reason that all the different Spider-Men popped out because she could hop universes by herself. And then they're like, fuck it, we'll just put her in. We'll do it live and put her in Doctor Strange. But I really like this. Now, Phase 4, for all you uh, time fans of what's happening, Phase 4 is that really weird phase where they realize that with COVID around, they really can't do as many movies as they used to. The tours aren't going to work the same. So they went the route of TV shows. Now, Well, I think that was the plan in the long run. You think so? Anyways, yeah, because I think there's a lot of stories, particularly from the comics, that don't lend themselves to short form like movies and need the longer, like, episodic thing. Like, to really get the point across, to really drive in and tell a longer story without it having to be like, okay, well, you got your 45 minutes of story, now it's time for an hour and a half of straight action. Which is what a lot of the Marvel movies are. It's like, okay... Big fight at the beginning, so we establish who the bad guy is. Then 45 minutes of backstory on the main character and the people around the main character and them getting to the bad guy. And then the last 45 minutes is all just, we're going to fight the bad guy. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much all of the Marvel movies. Like, all superhero movies, all action movies, uh, for better or worse, is pretty much, like, that's the timeline. And I think that a lot of the shows, the reason they chose the shows for the characters that they did was because those stories needed more story and less fighting so that they could tell a longer like well here's all the shit that's happening behind the scenes yeah kind of thing like look that's what loki's doing with all of the tva stuff that's what uh wandavision did like because we really needed to see what happened to wanda specifically between the time of Endgame and Multiverse, Multiverse of Madness. Of Madness. Like, Why is she so desperate? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that the TV shows really lend themselves well to getting in more actual storyline. And it's very beneficial for these characters and stories that will be important down the line. You like, me to it. When it, you know, when all of these people come together, when all of the heroes come together and there's all this like wild shit happening in New York, like it's going to be important that uh you know echo fought kingpin and you know uh kate bishop was there and hawkeye was there and all these other people were there and you know daredevil was involved and it's it's gonna be all these little tiny easter eggs that we got throughout the this longer form of tv show story is gonna be important when they all come together at the end of phase five or phase six or whatever they're choosing to do whenever the fuck it's gonna happen. whenever it eventually comes together but like, I have to remind a lot of people, not just my husband, who are bur- semi-burnt out or completely burnt out on Marvel movies, is that Phase 4 is a soft reboot. Absolutely. It is not... Like, no one's trying to take over the Iron Man spot. No one's trying to replace uh, any specific character. Like, the 
the actors or whatever, but there are certain characters that have to continue to be around and the actors just either are too old or too tired or don't want to bulk up again for, you know, the 25th year in a row. Like, it takes a toll on the body being as giant as, you know, Chris Evans or Chris Hemsworth or whatever. And these people also have families and lives that they <laughs> want to do. And other movies, you know, you can't just expect them to be stuck in this one recurring character for the rest of their lives. So we need new heroes, which we got with, like, Simu Liu and uh, Florence Pugh being the new Black Widow. Like, we're getting more of the newer, new age characters, kind of like in DC when they switched to uh, the, what is it, New 52? When DC yeah. switched to New 52 and it was like, oh, well, that's not the Superman that I know, but it's still fucking Superman, right? Yeah. And that's not the Batman that I know, but it's still Batman, right? You're, you're getting these same characters, they just gotta, like, change it slightly because, you know, the actors can only go on for so long and contracts and... There's a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah, Katie. <laughs> it's funny. Katie kind of said what I was going to say. Steal all your thunder. Yeah. I'm sorry about it. Yeah, that's what Phase 4 is all about. Just resetting everybody. And we got a lot of new people. We got a new... Um, I was going to say Winter Soldier. He is Captain America. Captain Falcon. Falcon. I was going to say Falcon Winter Soldier is still Winter Soldier. He's the Winter White Soldier. Wolf. Uh, He's the White Wolf. Yeah, we got a nice Loki. Loki's been a dickhead the whole time. Man, we got a nice one that's kind of lost. And, and, uh, you know, and a Sylvie. And a... Yeah, and making out with himself. Uh, we have a young Hawkeye. We got a young Miss Marvel. Uh, we got a... She's young. A young She-Hulk that can just do whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they're going to deal with that in a movie, but what are you going to do? Um, this phase was a lot of, like Katie said, just... Let's show you what they've been doing. The I Am Groot got a second season and we watched it. So it was super duper cute. It's just Groot, tiny little baby version, just like fucking around on the ship. Because he's like, man, we're, we're flying to or another... On a planet, yeah. Yeah, we're flying to another mission. What am I supposed to do? Well, I'm going to fuck around, you know? So this phase was kind of weird, but COVID kind of messed things up. Uh, it's just a year long. Phase one was four years. Phase two was two years. Phase three was three years. This one, little tiny, but it's part... Of the multiverse saga. Now, depending on what happens with court cases of uh, <laughs> future villains, uh, we'll see what happens with this multiverse saga. <laughs> Fuck a duck. Um, I know. But yeah, um, it's weird. Uh, Marvel really doesn't like to play their hand early, but with this multiverse saga, they're like, well, we gotta show the villain up front, but technically, that's just one of them. Because he can be billions of different ones. Now, you know, um, he's fucking up. Um, what's his fucking name? Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. He's kind of fucking up. Allegedly. And we'll see what comes of that. <laughs> uh, the court case. Uh, it is happening. Uh, I think he was trying to get it to not happen. Uh, but the judge was like, nah, this is happening, chief. Well, <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see what comes it's, of that. It's tough because he's so good in the role. But, like, also... You've already established that in different universes, villains can look, or characters can look different from themselves. Yeah. Like, Benedict Cumberbatch is, as far as we know, Doctor Strange in every universe. But hate it. I hate it. But Spider-Man is Tom Holland and Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. As it should be. So. And a dinosaur. And, <laughs> and a Tito Turtle and a house in a plane full of mm-hmm. vampires. But in any... Other world, like if this Jonathan Majors thing, if he ends up being guilty, you could recast him and just be like, yeah. "Oh, this is uh, other Kang." 
It's not yeah. Jonathan Majors. It's just another king. And I don't look like the uh, the rest because I'm just another king. I'm from a different yeah. universe, and that's just how I look. Just like Andrew Garfield doesn't look anything like Tobey Maguire. Doesn't look anything yeah. like Tom Holland. Just a pocket of us look like him. Yeah. Okay. And just have them just photoshopped in the back. And then just make these other ones come a little closer. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. So, with this movie, this is old-timey, but not old-timey, because it's got a... They've said that, canonically, Werewolf by Night is happening at some time during these phases. (laughs) They haven't said, this happens in 2004 on Tuesday, 15th of October. Yeah. But it is happening. There's technology. It's just everyone enjoys... The old ways of doing things in this movie. At some point, we will see Jack Russell pop back up as a werewolf, and people will be like, "What the fuck? That's a werewolf!" You know, I can't wait for that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that was just a me long-windedly saying this movie's fucking great. Katie watched the colored version. Jesus, that sounded weird. The color version of this movie just came out a year later. Uh, I don't know Came why like they two weeks ago. waited they so goddamn long to bring it out. But, um, I don't know, maybe it took a lot of effort. But I just watched the black and white one. Uh, Katie had a little more time on her hand uh, when we watched it. Somehow. Yeah, and she watched the color version. So if anything pops up while we're explaining the movie, Katie will be like, oh, actually, blah, blah, blah. But this is fucking fun. Uh, the direction, the score, the story. I, this is the best way to introduce things and make people want more. Now, I, I was talking to Katie about this movie, and they pull a very sneaky, sneaky Marvel. They're real sneaky about how they do things because they know if they can get people to go, oh, that's cute. That's like half 60% of the fucking job right there. And uh, with Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, they have a very easy way to get people to go, oh, uh, it's Groot. It could be a scary fucking monster. It don't even have to talk. Just make it do some human little motions. It, it's Groot. It melts people, and it's like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's fucking cute. The first time I watched <laughs> the first time I watched the first Guardians of the Galaxy, Groot, like adult full size tree Groot, was pretty scary, honestly. Until the end, when he like covers them all into the ball and he's like we are Groot yeah, and, and he like exploded. oh my god that's so cute they made the little one he's oh and then dancing. he comes back and he's dancing to Michael Jackson that's the cutest shit I've ever seen didn't even have legs he was just like wiggling in wiggling the, in the, in the, in the yeah, cup yeah it was fucking cute so um, you can watch this on Disney Plus it's it's fucking worth your time it's only like an hour right 53, 53 minutes. minutes so give it a fucking watch <laughs> So we'll get through this. Uh, this episode will probably be longer than the fucking movie. Absolutely. We've already talked about like 23 minutes. Yeah. So, you <laughs> and know. haven't even talked about the story you yet. You know. What are you going to do? Sorry so, about it. Um, the intro. So usually the intro is like that. Um, uh, the Marvel one? Yeah. But this version has like scrapes come off the screen and roars and people screaming and I was like, oh, If you didn't know that the name was Werewolf by Night, you would assume that it was Wolverine Scratches. Yeah. But they're a little bit smoother when it's Wolverine. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, you Jackman's a nasty. (laughs) (laughs) Foam on the mouth. (laughs) Yep, exactly. But it was fucking cool. I love when movies mess with the intros 
or the title cards of I liked, things. I liked that it faded from the regular Marvel into the black and white as he was like scratching. Oh, it was so cool. Yeah. I like um well, it was Happy Death Day when it was like the universal and it kept but repeating. It kept repeating. I was yeah. like, "Thank you. I love when they're like, "Hey, can I fuck with the title card real quick?" They're wow. like, "Yeah, I guess." Like, the, yay. What's the first movie you can remember that did that? Fuck. Oh, shit. Mine's Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Harry Potter 1, when you're, like, uh, coming through the clouds, and then you hit the uh, Warner Brothers in the clouds to, like, Hedwig's theme. Oh, you're right about that. Yeah. Oh, let me think about it. Um, but there is a movie. Hmm. Sorry. I stumped No, you got me good. <laughs> Threw you off your game. It's just something that happens, and I'm like, Yeah, no, I fucking love when they change intros. It's, it's the fucking tits, man. So... The narrator tells us that this world is full of powers and heroes and villains. And it shows a picture of the Avengers, not the extended Avengers. Because, like I said, it's a wiggly time part. They don't want to say, like... We're not going to talk about when this actually takes place, but it's sometime. Like, you know, if the picture had a Captain America with wings, you're like, Oh, okay, it's after this movie and before this show. And like, no, 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 no. no. It's just Captain America. It's the five up there. And it says that... Even with their heroes and their villains, sometimes there are problems that takes a special touch, and it shows monsters, it shows the fucking Wendigo. Uh, one of the fights that the fucking Hulk and Wolverine did way back in the past, one of their first things before they scrapped with each other and almost killed each other. And it talks about Ulysses Bloodstone. And Ulysses. He, Ulysses? Mm-hmm. Am I adding too many S's? Mm-hmm. Ulysses. Ulysses Bloodstone. He is a monster hunter. Actual, real fucking character. Uh, he has a little stone in his chest, and he's immortal. Not in this version. <laughs> but he invites five experienced monster hunters, so it's like the fucking game. Everybody's got an oversized weapon. And it includes Jack Russell. And Ulysses. Ulysses. Ulysses' widow, Verusa actual real character to bloodstone manor and so while they're there they are informed by the fucking moving and talking corpse not reanimated like moved by they a, put a robot yeah. yeah it's like the like robotic mechanical thing that they put inside this dude's corpse and boy is it gross but jack uh he's just sitting there <laughs> like so gross. Oh, that's fucking weird but not like, I'm going to throw up on myself. I'd have been like, oh, why is he moving? I'd just be like, oh, that's It honestly kind of looked like Jack was going to laugh at it. And the yeah. other people were just like, oh, this is gross. Yeah, so I assume that Jack and... He's seen some wild And shit. Mr. Bloodstone, yeah. Jack's life is like, this ain't the worst thing I've seen today. <laughs> yeah. So the moving corpse tells them that they are going to participate in a competition, a hunt. To determine the new leader of the group because Mr. Bloodstone is fucking dead. dead. So someone's got to lead the monster hunters into the new era. millennium? The era? New era. <laughs> we don't know. Like I said, we don't know. The new era. Like, the new era. And whoever wins gets to keep the Bloodstone, which now, will give them extra powers. Now, Bloodstone is very much a macguffin item in the world of Marvel. There are things that people say like, oh my god, this thing could destroy the world. There are five billion of them. The dark, remember the dark hold? Yeah, that's scary, but now it's gone. Don't worry about it anymore. You know the fucking stones that one dude was snapping? Yeah, the TVA's got like a billion of them and they just use them as paperweights. That's how 
items work in the Marvel Universe? They're scary for like 10 minutes and they're like, oh, man, there's a fucking monster over there, one big guy. He can eat the whole world if he wanted to. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. But it's a gem and it just makes you, I don't know, it depends on the version, but usually makes you immortal or stronger or weakens monsters or whatever you need to do. So everyone seems to be down for the the, the hunt because they're like, well, shit, I want that bloodstone. Now, the corpse tells them that there is a very special monster in the labyrinth? Maze? In the yeah, maze. maze. That they have to kill because the stone is embedded in the monster's back. So the only way to get to that stone, I mean, I guess you could be quick and, like, grab it off, but you have to be a hardcore badass to do that or just kill the, the goddamn thing because it'll be weakened because the stone doesn't like monsters. Yeah. So just kill the monster and you deserve to be the leader because you killed this big scary thing so everybody's like fuck yeah turn up let's do this so mr bloodstone his daughter elsa she is not a fan of the family uh her stepmom is a piece of shit she's been estranged for 20 years yeah she don't like it and she comes to compete because she's like i am family uh i'm supposed to get this because i am my birthright yeah but you know i dipped for a long time so they're like you dipped, so you're not supposed to get it anymore, but fuck it. You can get into the competition because you'll probably die in it, and we don't care. So, the hunt. It begins in a large maze in around the manor, and they start the, the hunt with a flaming tuba solo, and he's just walking, and there's like a flamethrower coming out of it. It don't make a lick of sense, but it looked awesome. And Jack gets to go first, and the whole movie at this point Jack seems very unassuming. Uh, Gail... Garcia Bernal. Garcia Bernal. Uh, he's not super tall. He's, like, no. normal height, average, he's, I would say. He is the most average-looking, like, dude. Like, unex... You would not expect this dude to be, like, a movie star yeah. or anything. He's just, He like, looks so normal. <laughs> yeah, like, he could work at your bank. Like, he's just... He's very handsome. Yeah. But, like, he could be just anybody off the yeah, street. he's a cutie pie. Yeah, he's not, like, a... He's not hulking like Chris Hemsworth. He's not, you know, none of that. He's yeah. just, like, a normal-looking dude. And so, the other monster hunters, they look at him, and they're talking about the kills. It's like if me... They're bragging. Yeah, me, Katie, and Bella, we're, like, walking to a room, like, name's Otis, 72, you know. And then, you know, Katie's, like, 84, and then Bella's, like, 300. And you're, like, Jesus, you're tiny. You're, like, I know. That's... That's where I get you. <laughs> you look away. Your legs are already gone. I'm like, yeah, Jesus. You, you already fucking underestimated me because of my size. <laughs> and so he looks very unassuming in this movie. He's got a sweet ass suit on. And he's so just walking. Nice. And he looks a little bit worried about everything. He's just like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Not worried, but you can tell that there's something. On his mind. On his mind in this room, this chamber that they're in. Because this chamber is, like, the headquarters of whatever magical society bullshit they're in. Um, and there are, like, heads of monsters all around. Yeah. And all these different, like, wep- there's all this weaponry that's used to kill monsters. It's it's a layer of monster hunting. Yeah. So he is just like, this is a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It'd be like, you know, being anti-guns. And then walking into, like, your favorite redneck's house, there's just, like, the, all the walls are lined with guns and it's yeah. just chaos. You're like, mm, I don't feel safe. This is not safe. Yeah. I should not be here. 
So as he's going through the maze, he finds Elsa, and they kind of stop and look at each other because they understand this. You're kind of supposed to not be friends in this maze because you got to kill the monster, and unofficially, you're probably supposed to kill each other to get a better chance of killing the monster. And like Jack's like, "Hey, I don't want to do this. Uh, we should just walk away from each other." And then she's like, really? I, are we supposed That's to That's like, weird, but all right. Are we supposed to fight? And he's like, I don't want to. And then... I don't want to. I just, I just want to find the monster. Yeah. And then another bad guy comes out, or another hunter comes out, and then Elsa gets into a fight with them as Jack scoots the fuck away. He's like, don't want it. Actually, the monster finds Jack. Oh, no. Jack's going to die. Jack. No, no, he's not. They're actually friends. And so his friend, Ted... Now, I giggled the second he said, it's Ted. I was like, holy fucking shit. They actually put Man-Thing in this. So, for the uninitiated, Man-Thing is a lot like Swamp Thing. And Swamp Thing is DC, and Man-Thing is Marvel. Man-Thing actually came out a few months before Swamp Thing, so I don't know who the fuck did it first. Well, they're all based off Creature from the Black Lagoon. Absolutely. From MGM. Absolutely. Now, with Man-Thing... Just like every other fucking character in the Marvel Universe, I'm actually going to ask Katie. Okay, Katie, how do you think Man-Thing was created? What were they trying to recreate? Groot? Oh, a lot easier. Oh, Cthulhu? No, a lot easier. Something Marvel-related. Something Marvel-related that looks similar to Man-Thing. No, 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 no. They were trying to recreate something that made someone awesome. The Thing? No, Captain America. They were fucking around trying to do the super soldier serum. And now I'm mad because everyone is fucking trying to make super soldier serum. That's how so many people got their powers in the Marvel Universe. I would like it better if they were trying to make Thing. And then his name, Man-Thing, would make sense. It'd be like Batman, where they were trying to make fucking (laughs) Man-Bat. Yeah, Man-Bat. They were trying to make Batman, (laughs) but they ended up making Man-Bat. They were trying to make the Thing, and you ended up making Man-Thing. Yeah. (laughs) They were trying to recreate the super soldier serum that created Captain America. And then, you know... Things fucking fell apart like it always happens. Uh, That's the thing about Captain America's powers. He's special. You're not supposed to recreate it. Though, it depends on who's writing Marvel. Uh, Everybody that has powers or special things happen to them, it's because they're not just normal humans. They're metahumans. So that's why the Hulk was able to turn to a giant green monster and not just become a giant lump of tumors when gamma radiation hit him. Because he ain't normal. So, uh, Man-Thing is really big and awesome. Melts people. It fights. It's really cool. And it be- and it's actually a t- member of a lot of these groups. Man-Thing's awesome. But I'm not going to lie. Swamp Thing's a little bit cooler. But that's just me. That's just me. So, uh, Ted, he is once again, gotten snatched up. Probably fucking around chasing butterflies and someone captured him. And Jack is like, dude, I keep having to save you. Quit this, man. I got stuff to do. I got shit I, I got in my life I'm trying to deal with. You know, full moons and shit. You gotta stop this. And he's like, well, okay, I'm, I'm stuck in here. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna get you out, buddy. Um, got some explosives. I'm gonna get you out. Just wait for my signal. And you're gonna get the fuck out of here. He's like, okay. And so he scoots back into the darkness. So Elsa... Uh, she's the muscle of this movie and she kills one of the hunters cuts off their arm uses the arrow to shoot him in the neck and then another hunter's like oh my ex cool and walks off uh she's absolutely murdering everybody that gets close so jack and elsa get stuck in a mausoleum and the other hunters are like cool they're locked in 
we're gonna go kill that monster. They find a way out. Actually, one of her family members was crazy and was like, I'm gonna come back from the dead. And so she left a key in the coffin with her, just in case she became a zombie. So she could get out of the mausoleum. She was convinced she yeah, was she gonna could come, come back, back from the dead. <laughs> so, uh, Jack and Elsa, they, t- they agree to work together. Jack just wants to free Ted. He don't, he don't want the fucking stone. He's yeah. like, I really don't care about it. I don't want to be a leader of this group. I have killed a lot of monsters. He's like, the monster's my friend. Yeah, but I I assume, and hopefully we get more stories with him, I assume that it's not that the monster's dealing problems in some of these stories. It's more of something else. And when Jack and Ted pop up, they help the monster die, quotation mark, they disappear and go somewhere else. And he's like, I killed the monster. And everybody's like, hooray. And he's like, yeah. And the monster's around the corner giving him a thumbs up. And then the monster runs off. That's how I assume he has a high kill count. Though, when he changes, he gets a really high kill count. <laughs> so, I think it's a little bit of both. But, they team up, and their plan works. They actually have explosives. And they blow a hole in the wall. Hooray! Ted runs off like he's a free little animal. Run free. And the stone comes off. Now, Ted, seeing that stone's right next to him, he goes to grab it to hand it to Elsa. Not Ted. Jack. Jack, sorry. They all have these normal fucking names. Ted and Jack. Elsa sounds weird-ish. But Jack goes to grab the stone to hand to Elsa. And the stone absolutely fucks his shit up. Because he's a monster. (laughs) And everybody else is like, what the fuck? Why did that stone, like, dropkick you in the chest? He's like, oh, shit. Uh," He's, like, rolling on the ground like he just got tased. And they're like, oh, so you're a fucking monster. So you were in this monster hunting group. For some stupid reason. And you're a monster. You're probably trying to kill us. You're trying to fuck on us. (laughs) So. (laughs) They grab Jack and Elsa. Because she was in cahoots with a monster. And lock them up. So now. The new plan. Is that Elsa is going to be eaten. By Jack. Because he's a werewolf. And then. I don't know. And the hunters are going to kill him. Yeah. Whoever kills that monster. It's to be the new leader. Hooray! Um, oh no. They used the bloodstone to turn Jack into a werewolf. He runs over to Elsa before he turns and sniffs the shit out of her. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, I have to remember you. When this shit goes down, um, I'm hardcore. I can't control myself, but if maybe I can remember your smell, if your smell is attached to me in some way, I might be able to remember you yeah. and, and not kill and she's you. she's like, has this... Work before he's like once and his face kind of has a sad look and i'm like oh no <laughs> but that's for later that's a flashback moment right there if this was a movie we'd have got a little bit of a flashback yeah. you know but uh it happens he starts changing and the 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 step stepmom is like too close to the gate mm-hmm. it's just like people when they fuck around with pandas well, and she shit. has the bloodstone and she puts it on him she's like holding the bloodstone on him and then he changes, and her arm is still in the gate holding the bloodstone on him. I've seen videos of people getting too close to cages with monsters, and the monster's like, come here. With animals? <laughs> starts yeah, yanking you in. gets wrapped. Yeah. And she gets her arm just, like, nommed off. And then everybody starts giving him the zip-zaps in the cage. And then the camera kind of pans up. The top of the cage has been blown out. And he is just out, climbing he on the ceiling. ripped through the roof of an iron cage. Just, just a scuttling. And he proceeds to murder everybody. Now, all the hunters. It's really cool to see 
a werewolf get their shine. Uh, it's honestly, out of all the scary classic monsters, werewolves get the least amount of play in movies and in like just media, really. It's a lot of it vampires. Takes a, it takes a really long time for anyone to come out with werewolf movies. Yeah. I feel like there was the initial, like, MGM, when the MGM monsters came out, there was like the initial one in the 40s. And then, you know, wait, 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 wait. Then there was the ones in the 80s um, that we got, which was Werewolf in London, American Werewolf in London, and American Werewolf in Paris. We got those, and Teen Wolf, and it was just like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Then we had Teen Wolf the show, wait some more. Then we got Twilight, which was like barely about the werewolves at all. (laughs) And then, wait, 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 Werewolf by Night. Like... It's been a long journey, whereas vampires have been consistent in media throughout. All the time. The whole man. time. Every Honestly, year. to a point, it was too much. Every year there is a new wer- uh, like vampire zombies. movie. Just Same like, thing with zombies, yeah. yeah. But werewolves do not get enough credit and enough movies. And I think it's mostly because of the makeup. It's really hard. It is tough. It's similar to, like, The Grinch like when if you ever watch an interview of Jim Carrey talking about his becoming the Grinch and how just fucking horrible it was, like yeah. it took like six to eight hours Fuck, to get into man. the makeup and all the fur and everything. The movie was too long anyway. Like it's got to be something like that where it's just very difficult to make a believable werewolf at yeah. this point. It's tough if you're doing a live action. Well, one. because you vampires. Do a CG one, well, because like vampires ass. just stay looking like humans, but werewolves look like fucking wolf like <laughs> wolves it's crazy i guess twilight wasn't even actual wolves or they turn into actual wolves not werewolves like different yeah they were legit wolves yeah that's different they're just big because yeah. werewolves like walk on their hind legs they walk like humans it's like um fuck lupin in yeah. harry potter yeah so around this point elsa's like holy shit this dude is hardcore it's funny, Elsa threatens his life multiple times in this movie, and Jack's like, okay, okay, yeah, you can kill me. And I just think it's hilarious. He's like, I would absolutely rock your shit, Elsa, <laughs> if it came down to it. But I'll let you think you could kill me. And Elsa's face, she's like, holy shit. And so uh, he kills everybody. And then he gets his Nearly ass, everybody. Yeah. He gets starts getting the zip zaps from the bloodstone from Verusa, the, the stepmom. And he's like, oh shit, oh, magic, it hurts. And so Elsa actually comes in and helps him out. Hooray! So the werewolf fucks her up. And then Verusa does not die from the werewolf. She just gets incapacitated. And then the werewolf jumps on Elsa. And Elsa's like, oh, this is it. And the werewolf looks at her and is like, oh, you're cool. And scuttles out into the wild. Well, Elsa puts her hand on his cheek. Oh, yeah, calm Which I down. thought was really weird to, to do to a werewolf. Like, I expected her to put her hand in his face. And, like, in front of his nose to make yeah. him smell it, which is what you would do to, like, a dog, to, to kind of calm down a dog or, like, an, I, I think an it unknown was, animal. I think it was a slight, there might be a romantic thing later in this Absolutely. From them. It was definitely giving, like, uh, like um, Black Widow Hulk. Vibes. I hated that. But yeah. So did everybody yeah, else. I was like, boo, I don't need a relationship in this movie. Well, I don't, I didn't mind the idea of a relationship, but I didn't feel like it needed to be forced in that moment. I feel like... It would have been better if she had, like, I don't know, maybe scratched his ear because he's, like, a wolf, a dog. Yeah. <laughs> or or had him sniff her hand, like, 
yeah, to disarm. If, like, because that's how you would disarm a yeah, canine. If he went for the bite and then stopped and was like, oh, yeah, I smelled you earlier. And just scuttle, scuttle. Yeah. And just runs off. So uh, Jack runs off. And so Elsa's like, holy shit. And then her stepmom's like pissed off and is about to blast her with a gun. And then Ted comes up and just melts her with his powers. And then Ted, apparently Elsa can understand him now? Not really. Or she just gives off the... F- no, he, like, looks at her, uh, like, where's... Like, he oh, looks at yeah. her like with an expression, like, where's Jack? Yeah, and she's like, oh, he ran He off. went that way. And he's like, okay. And he starts walking away. Uh, Elsa wins, hooray! <laughs> she won the Bloodstone competition. And she got a butler that was, like, hiding the whole time. And a bloody fucking manner. The world's oldest butler. And tells the butler, hey, get the cleaning, chief. <laughs> And sits down with the bloodstone. Hooray. So we see the next day, uh, Jack, he wakes up in the forest in his human form. So he had himself a good ass night. Hopefully he didn't kill anybody else. And Ted is sitting there watching. He was just waiting for him to wake up. Gives him some coffee. I was like, oh, it's so cute. And they're talking to each other. And it seems like it's like a one-sided conversation, just like with Rockin' and Groot. But it sounds like Ted's proud of himself. Because he saved Jack for once. And he's like, what are you talking about? I saved you. He's like, I don't need saving. And he's like, well, okay, motherfucker. Like, I actually helped you. He's like, whatever. And they sit there and he's like, you're hungry? How can you be hungry right now? He's like, okay, let's get sushi. And Ted's like, fuck you. (laughs) And they go to get sushi. And I was like, I want this. I want more of Ted and Jack having adventures out in the world. Because there's so many monsters that need help. Uh, I was talking to Katie about it, and it's like a... Um, actually, no, this is going to be a seven word. So, Katie, who was your favorite character in Werewolf by Night? Uh, that would be Ted. Absolutely, it's Ted. He was only on screen for maybe five minutes of this whole 50-plus minute movie, but he was so perfect, he didn't even say words. He just grunted. And when he was fucking needed... When some shit, like, needed his help, he just reached out his hand on people's heads and fucking exploded them. And it was fantastic. Equal parts brutal and adorable. Otis. Uh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Ted, and like I said, Marvel know what the fuck they're doing with these characters that don't talk. And they just, just wiggle in the back. Like Grogu and fucking Groot, man. I'm surprised his name wasn't a fucking G in this, but... But no, I'm going to go with Jack. Jack was actually really fun to see. It was a character that had a very scary weapon inside of them, like a lot of the Marvel characters. But it wasn't a, I I can't have fun because I'm destructive. He was just like, I understand what I am, and I know what I need to do, but I got to get my friend out of here. That's all I want to do. It's fun seeing someone that's not as fucking melancholy as the Hulk. Having such a scary... Once a month, he will go on a murderous rampage if he doesn't lock himself down. I think that's just really cool that he wasn't like, woe is me. He was just like, yeah, I'm working on myself. Well, like the Hulk just like hid away in India or whatever it was when they found him. Yeah. For the Avengers, he was just like hidden away. Like, don't bother me. Don't come talk to me because the the problems that I can solve here um, are great and I won't use my powers. But if you take me back to America... 
where all the shit is, I'm gonna use my powers and be fucking terrible. Don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I I just think it's cool that he understands he can be proactive and actually helpful with his powers instead of being like, "Woe is me, I'm a scary big scary monster." So, Katie, who is your least favorite character? Mrs. Bloodstone. Oh yeah. Oh my <laughs> god, what a piece of shit. She is similar. Like, my hatred towards her, I guess, is a similar feeling as when I watch the late Harry Potters and um, you see Dolores Umbridge. Oh, yeah. It is, like, she's not really doing most of the bad stuff in the movie. Like, she just is evil and bad. And I fucking hated her the whole time. Garbage. Yeah, it's it's kind of a slam dunk for uh, Verusa Bloodstone. It, it, she's the worst thing in the movie, and there's a fucking werewolf around the corner. But no, it's this movie just shows, and it's the really fun metaphor of monsters and people and people being the real monsters. You know, that every zombie movie, that's what the metaphor is. It's like, oh my god, there's five billion things outside that want to eat me. But that dude's raping people in here. That's the real fucking monster. You know what I mean? So it's just, she was poop. And there was a big scary moss thing that melts people in the room. And that thing is pretty cool. So, yeah. The the mom. So let's do seven word synopsis. I have one. I think I had another one. It was a mix of like, um, what's that Harry Potter spinoff? Cursed Child? No, oh, no, no. Uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah, I was trying to say something like Fantastic Werewolves and Where to Kill Them or something like that, but I guess that's kind of what it was. Yeah. And then the other one is, I need Jack and Ted team-up movie. I needs it. Stat. What do you got? Um, Episode of Supernatural with a Marvel twist. Ha! <laughs> You're right. And then, much like Otis, need sequels with Jack, Ted, Rescuing Monsters. I would love that. Just them. Maybe they find, like, little baby vampires, and they're like, okay, we'll find you a home, you know? And they're trying to stop, like... Oh, my god, Vampire hunters and stuff, and they're like, hey, these kids didn't do anything, you know? It'd be really just cool. Just, like, my two dads, and it's, like, just a set of twin baby vampires, yeah. and their dads are Jack the Werewolf and Ted the Man-Thing? Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. I'd watch that hour special. Yeah, I'd watch the show. Sign me that. the fuck up. Or maybe a little baby Wendigos. It's just, there's so many monsters out here, and and like I said, Marvel, yeah, like, they love they love doing little kid versions of, of things. Shit. Banshees, all sorts of crap. So, before we get to the minority kill count or anything else, um, were there any differences between like the black and white and the color version? Because, I, like I said, I didn't watch the color one. So, I would say only... Very minimal differences um, mm. that don't really change the movie. Uh, like, nothing super changes it, but there are a couple things that you wouldn't know if you didn't watch it in color. Yeah. Uh, the first being that Elsa has red streaks in her hair. That does not transfer the black in, and in white. In the black and white <laughs> version, it her hair is just black. Yeah. There, There is no extra color in her hair. But in the color version, she does have red streaks, and you can see it's kind. Of, it kind of points more towards her being like related to the Bloodstone because the Bloodstone is deep red. Her costuming is red. She's got a red jacket on. She's got red streaks in her hair. Okay. It's like this whole red theme of oh, that's her. Cool. Um, but you don't get to see that unless you watch 
the color version. Otherwise, it's just black, and it works fine. Like, yeah. it didn't really add too much, but it is something that I noticed while I was watching the color version. Um, the second one is, again, it this these are all going to be having to do with the color, um, and that's Ted's Magic. When you watch it in black and white, the magic just appears uh, like a lightning strike would. Yeah. If you're watching like an old-timey movie, it's just like a, a bright yeah. flash of white light that's happening, coming out of his hands. Um, in the colored version, his magic is green, uh, much like it would be, I don't even know. It's not neon green, it's just like a bright green oh lightning. God. It actually works really well because his yeah. whole body is green. Like, he's all mossy and green. So it just looks like a continuation of himself. And then the last one, the last thing I noticed is the mom, the stepmom, uh, Verusa. Yeah. She, at the end, after they kidnap Jack and Elsa and put them in the cage thing, when they get into that mode... She just, like, they do something with her makeup, and in the black and white version, she has these, like, like streaks underneath her eyes, like these big bags. It looks like she's maybe uh, cursed by a demon or something. Like, oh, she just, yeah. these, okay. you know, like these big streaks underneath her eyes in the black and white version. Yeah. They're just black, like, lines. And you're like, I don't know, is this, like, a sign from the Bloodstone group that she's a part of or what? You don't really know. Um, and it just looks hard to say satany i want to say satany because in a lot of things like demons and stuff like uh cry like black ooze yeah uh so that's what it reminded me of when i watched the black and white version but when you watch it in color those are actually red so it looks like she's been crying blood oh Um, okay okay, yeah okay so and those are the only big differences and the only one that i think really made a big impact on the story overall is the red eyes it makes her look way more crazy than <laughs> the black and white version did. Okay. Just because everything else that she's wearing is all black in that scene. So she is black from head to toe, mm. except for these like deep red patches underneath her eyes. It looks like she's been crying blood. Okay. So I didn't mess a ton. No, you necessarily. didn't. Good. Because I, I really enjoyed the black and white, so I was hoping I didn't miss anything with the color. So this film... Released October 7th, 2022, or October 20th, 2023. So, the, being that this was a TV special well, a week ago. on Disney+, Plus, uh, there is no budget or box office. Of course not. I'm very curious how much this cost to make. It looked awesome. There's a couple of different location sets. I'm curious how much the werewolf outfit cost. And, um, the hair. I assume it wasn't actually... Um, Gale in the werewolf suit. Oh, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, there's, I think there's a behind the scenes thing. We gotta watch it. I gotta know if that was him. That'd Almost be legit guaranteed if it was that him. was him. For the action scenes, I don't know if it was him. I think it was him the whole time. That's For a fifty minute movie, absolutely. I think they put him in a harness and had him flying up around the, the edge of that room. That'd be fucking cool. That's my guess. Mostly because it most, it all looked practical. Um, all of the werewolf stuff, like whenever we get close-ups of the werewolf, it is very practical. You can see all the different hair and stuff on his arms. They do like a lot of really close-up stuff on him. And because of that, I don't think they would have spent the time to do a full uh, double, like a stunt double in all of that costuming, all of that extra hair and stuff. 
So the future of these characters kind of depends on who talks about them. But Kevin Feige, still in charge of all this crazy madness, uh, he said in October of this year that uh, he said there's no immediate plans for further projects, but he said he has crazy and nuts ideas for additional stories. Yeah, Chino has ideas, not Kevin Feige. Oh, sorry. Yes. Uh, but additional stories with these characters. Hell so, yeah, give it to me. Giacchino's like, hey man, I want, I, I got more shit for him. And we'll give see if Kevin me. Feige's down for the down the clown, but I think he would be. You know, uh, this had a really good like idea, and people really enjoyed it. So, like I said, it was very refreshing compared to a lot of a lot of stuff we've been getting. You know, it was graphic. It was, it was a little scary. I thought it was fucking cool. It's been a hot minute since we've seen somebody get fucking melted in a movie. A mm-hmm. Marvel movie? Shit. You know? I liked it a lot. Uh, people were getting ripped apart by a werewolf. You can't say that a lot of the times in Marvel movies. So, minority kill count. Two of the bounty hunters, one was Asian and one was black. Mm-hmm. I don't think there was anybody else. No, because Gale doesn't die. So. The- and we don't know. I mean, there could have been more. If the oh, guards, if yeah. maybe the guards were I minorities, but we don't know. But we didn't see their face. So the new number is 412 in a Tito Turtle in a house in a plane full of vampires. So, Katie, do you have anything else to say about Werewolf by Night before we get out of here? Kevin Feige, hear my plea. Make more of these. Please give Michael Giacchino all the money and Gail Garcia Bernal all the money and let them make more of these. Just like Buddy Cop, fucking Ted and Jack go on adventures, <laughs> helping other monsters. Man. Yeah, like driving their mystery machine. It's genuinely just supernatural, but it's monsters instead of two dudes with guns. Give it to me. You know, a good way to introduce Blade instead of having this movie that has been in production hell for... 75 years, yeah. It's been a hot minute now. Just have them pop up in one of these. Oh, absolutely. Maybe they get a report of... I forgot. They're changing where it's going to be. But maybe he's in, like, San Francisco or, like, somewhere in the south. And they're like, they got reports of vampires and they're attacking, like, you know, this town or this orphanage. We got to help them. Ted's like, we'll go. And they go there and someone else is already killing the vampires. Like, and they meet shit, Blade. Who's that guy? You know? <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. And they'd be friends with Blade, and then we never speak of it again. Yeah. Until the Blade movie eventually comes out. And you could still have the movie, and you do all the origin shit. But no, you could skip all the origin yeah. shit, because it's already in this short movie. Have it do quick flashbacks. People still want to know how. We know how Blade was made, but... Yeah. You know, my aunt, she don't know how Blade was made, so you gotta do that for her. Yeah. But I... I need it. I really need it. So... With that, that is the end of this episode. If you have any other cool fun facts about, I don't know, big giant moss monsters that can melt you, or stones that can turn you into monsters, or help you become more monsters, you can tweet Katie at AllentownPod. We have an email that is AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook app. AllentownPresents. So this was episode 28 in the pocket in the books, out of sight. We have three more movies left. Whoop! Uh, our next one is going to be a new one with a lot of people that look really creepy when they're not acting really nice. And a little boy that's really, really sad. <laughs> he is really sad. What yeah. a good description of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> he does a lot of shit. I feel bad for him. <laughs> 
But no, uh, the music you listen to right now, that is flipping the combined effort, flipping the CE anywhere you can find them. The Studio Pizzas, thank you so much for the artwork. So, for Katie, for Bella that's sitting somewhere. Good. She does walk around and knock stuff over. Good. Go to sleep. <laughs> be tired, be quiet, go to sleep. Thank you so much for listening, and we will be back tomorrow with, sadly, the 29th movie of this series. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. You said we're almost done. So sad. Like you're not excited to be done editing every fucking night. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it's fun and not fun, but... It is fun. It's we get to watch fun. so many scary movies instead of, like, just four a month. We could just watch a lot of scary movies. We don't have to review them all. We just watch them all. But I've learned that I enjoy, like... Talking about them after. Well, voicing them out loud. And recording it is just for later. I, I listen to some of these episodes. I go back and like, fuck, I don't remember that movie that good. I go back and like, oh yeah, I like that movie. I yeah. listen to these episodes because I really like how we talk. But yeah, there's that's the one part about this month that I hate and love. It takes so much time. Yeah, it's it's, it's a, a lot, lot of effort. And boy, howdy, this this time, the fifth one, was the time where a lot of life stuff happened. And it was like, fuck, man. Um, the other years, it's I was just... fine. I think last year was the smoothest it ever has been. Because we were like, I don't know, a week ahead. And we just, were more than a week ahead this time. Like, we had all these movies watched and we were, like, planning out the, the date. It felt so much more controlled last year. This year, it's like... Well, we were two weeks ahead this year, but just... Yeah, cats getting sick and then popping stitches and shit and like fuck we were trying to do a movie tonight but gotta take this dumbass into the vet and stuff and it just we love her very much even though we yeah i love her i hate her but i love her and then you know sports teams want to be good and shit it just there was a lot of opportunities and a lot of things that came up so it just kind of slowed down the process but i wouldn't change it for anything so uh that's all i gotta say unless you got you got another tag thing to say at the end no. <laughs> you shook your head like I said. You want to eat some glue or something? <laughs> like, no. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs>